Hello, 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 Madcaps, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. That's right. That's right. For part two, numero dos, of the Debris Double Tap. That's right. As I explained in the first pod of the Debris Double Tap, we're doing a double tap. <laughs> um, because, of, you, you know, lack of potting the past couple of weeks but anyway anyway if you're listening to this one first hi how you doing hope you've been well since we last spoke (laughs) but please go back and listen to the first one so thank you for checking out the second pod of the week and again pretty good here at the madhouse mk hope you've all been well hope you've all been well since uh, just listening to the last pod to be honest Although I do got to say, I have this barking dog here and I had to wait to get the pod going earlier because for whatever reason, I don't know if the owners have been gone more recently, but uh, there's a good period of time just about every night where this dog just goes ham. (laughs) It's quite, quite annoying, quite annoying. Just goes ham, just barking galore. I think there might be two of them, but I just hear this and I just want to go say something. Because it's annoying. Realize I live in an apartment complex, but come the fuck on. <laughs> and it reminds me of this Tom Segura bit. Tom Segura, good comedian. Might be a little closer to another comedian than I prefer, but, <laughs> but he's, he's got this bit, Segura does, about uh, being at the movie theater hearing a baby cry and he turns around and asks the parents like are you stabbing your baby and they're like no no well could you because i'm trying to watch the movie that's what i want to do to these people and they're like, i'm sorry are you stabbing your dogs no of course not well could you i'm trying to watch battle bots speaking of battle bots battle bots kicks ass this year I love what dudes are doing with the robots these days. If you don't like BattleBots, if you don't know BattleBots, go check. It's on Discovery. If you got the Discovery Plus app, whew, that, that is still one of my favorites. I mean, how can you not? If you love, I, they got space stuff. You got how the universe works, space's deepest secrets, NASA's unexplained files, all sorts of stuff. Then you got things like that are really cool, like what on earth, um, mysteries of the abandoned, all sorts of cool stuff. And then you got good shows like BattleBots. So <clears throat> big fan of the sciencey type stuff, obviously. Now love me some BattleBots. And, uh, you know, they battled in the Super Bowl. And I talked a little bit about that last pod. But I, what I didn't talk about in the first pod was some of the commercials. Because it's kind of disappointing, right? There was a couple of good ones, you know. There was... Uh, the Big Lebowski-ish bowling alley, <laughs> Peyton Manning, some other bowlers in there, the all-athletes. Then you had Buscemi, good old Steve Buscemi is like the bartender. It was good stuff. I liked that one. There were a couple other okay ones, but, you, you know, it's also about movie trailers, right? And so it was cool to see Moon Knight. I've been seeing the previews for that. That looks really good. At the very beginning, when I first turned on the Super Bowl, right before it started, they had the Jurassic Park Dominion go. How fucking good does that look? I'm sorry. If you're not, a, you, some people aren't as big in the Jurassic World. I'm going to tell you. Very, very early on in my youth, a movie called Jurassic Park came out. And as I've talked about, my dad, him and I had a special bond and he had a, you know, a different kind of style of parenting. And he was big on, uh, you know, if you're going to get into something, you know, that you, you know, is probably a little past your age, things like that, you know, hang out at home. You know, like he was big on, if you're going to watch a rated R movie, watch it with me. So if you have any questions, things like that, you can understand, Hey, you can't say this, you can't do this. This is just a movie, et cetera, et cetera. And um, he used to, after my mom went to bed, (laughs) he 
refused to let me sneak out and watch TV with him. And this is how I got into a bunch of stuff that I got into nowadays. Like, uh, for example, he got me into the Alien movies, the Predator movies. That's some of my favorite shit. I have all my toys over here, which I don't even know. For those watching on video, I got this awesome rhino alien for Christmas. He's fucking badass, isn't he? Yeah, I love that shit. I love that stuff. It's right up my alley. But my dad introduced me to a lot of that stuff, you know? <clears throat> Shows, movies, whatever. It's totally good for that. And then it got to a point where every once in a while he'd take me to the movie theater, late night showing. And the very first one, the very first time he did it, took me to see Jurassic Park. And I had been dying to see this movie. And he took me to a late night premiere. It was a blast. And then I proceeded to see Jurassic Park in the theater an additional four times. I saw that movie five times total in the theater. I still remember that. I went and got the book so I could read the book. Got the Lost World book. Got the audio books. Like that was my shit. So I was extremely happy because, you know, Jurassic Park 3 was cool. I don't harp on that shit. You know me. I'm not as picky when it comes to movies and stuff. Did it entertain me? Okay, then it was worth watching. And so I did enjoy Jurassic Park 3. Obviously not as much as the other two. But, you know, a lot of people bitching about Jurassic Park 3. It was fine. Back off a little bit. But I was certainly ready to see some more from that world. And Therefore, I really like Jurassic World. And I, found, I kind of found Jurassic World to be akin to Jurassic Park in, in the same kind of way that like uh, The Force Awakens from Star Wars is kind of like a new hope. And they kind of mirror each other. There's some parallels there. There's some parts of the storyline that are similarly followed. And I felt like it was the same with, that, with Jurassic World. And I really dug it. And then Fallen Kingdom is a bit different. It's good. And it also kind of has a little bit of that Lost World vibe to it. And <clears throat> I really enjoyed them. And this new one looks awesome. The dinosaurs are here. They're here. And, and they're everywhere. And we're trying to learn to live with them, coexist with them. And we get to see Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler. And Ian Malcolm, although he was kind of in the other dress and Jurassic World movie, but we get to see them, oh yeah, big time in the new one. So you get the Jurassic Park crew, the Jurassic World crew, Jurassic Park Dominion. I'm I'm just super excited for it. But I just love the dinosaur shit, man. And like I said, yeah, a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for Jurassic, all Jurassic Park stuffs. So, but then what was really phenomenal, it got, it got leaked a little bit before the Super Bowl. I ended up seeing it, but the trailer for uh, Peel's new movie, nope. That looks amazing. I love alien shit. This would appear to be about an alien invasion. And I'm with him. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But it looks great. It looks great. And I, I always just love the titles of <laughs> dudes' movies. Just fan fantastic <clears throat> excuse me so speaking of nope hear about the soup police i'm sure you did good old uh crazy ass marjorie taylor green accused nancy pelosi of leading a gazpacho police the correct term is gestapo but she decided to go with uh, the soup and they tried to defend herself. <laughs> By just talking about Joe Biden and how he can't put words together. And I'm like, have you heard Trump talk? <laughs> These fucking people. Ridiculous. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Gazpacho. So lots of Bitcoin promotion also going on in commercials and things like that. And it's crazy to me because I listen, hear a lot of my podcasts and stuff like that. And you got a lot of dudes touting 
um, the Bitcoin promotion. But from and, and then you got you introducing the NFTs and stuff, and it's just to me like what what the fuck are we doing? Are we people really buying into this? But it, it would seem, yeah, yeah, people are. And it says I should have a goddamn article for this, but I don't. Where is it? Oh, wait. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Sorry. One second. Bitcoin. Ponzi scheme. Not not just Bitcoin, but cryptocurrency in general. Bit of a Ponzi scheme. And uh, according to this article on JacobinMag.com, it's by Sahal Andres. More to, to, more to Zavi. I guess I should have tried his name a few times before getting it. It's not merely a bad investment or speculative bubble. It's worse than that. It's full on fraud. Um, but he's talking about the blockchains, which are at their core simply append only spreadsheets maintained across decentralized peer to peer networks, not unlike those used for torrenting pirated files. Just as torrents allow users to share files directly, cryptocurrency blockchains allow users to maintain a shared ledger of financial transactions without the need of a central server or managing authority. Users are thus able to make direct online transactions with one another as if they were trading cash. And uh, it's told that it's revolutionary, but uh, no. This, this article, and it will be posted in the show notes, really details a lot of this. And it's really worth looking into because here's the thing is that most people who get into the crypto game, the money put in, they're never going to see back. They're never going to make back even what they put in, let alone more, okay? And it's all based on how this works because A, it's these cryptocurrency, it's only really a viable thing in that world, the crypto world, right? So anywhere that doesn't take crypto, it's nothing, right? So that's one thing. And then the money you're putting into it is just going into mining more crypto. Which again, it's not going to really bring you back a bunch of cash return, right? It's, it's a really weird thing. And you can really see, especially after looking at the data in this article, how this is a bit of a scam. <laughs> like, it just... It's what it seems to me. I've never gotten into it, but it does. It, it It's the same thing with the NFTs. Like you can purchase the link to these digital pictures, but it, remember there's that NBA thing going on where you could buy like video clips. I don't even remember what the hell that thing was called. It's just, it's really weird what people are trying to uh, sell. And here's the thing. It, in, it's unregulated in a way that it like it's easy for people to scam you know people are doing this with the nfts where it's like oh hey get on and buy this nft take your money run they take money and run they do like it's too easy you know to scam people with this sort of thing and so i just stay away personally but you know the other reason to think about this is, you know, the planet's already in enough trouble. Crypto is not good. I did, miners, mining Bitcoin, you can't do it on this personal computer. The cryptocurrency, is the majority of it, is now conducted in commercial, according to this article, mining farms, which are the huge warehouses, and they run thousands of high-powered computer processors day and night. The electricity expended mining just Bitcoin. And 
well, maybe not just Bitcoin, it's a Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is rapidly approaching 1% of global usage, which is famously greater than the total electricity consumption of many smaller developed nations. In other words, it's just putting carbon out there into the atmosphere. Really what it comes down to is the bottom line is cryptocurrency needs to continue to bring in money to cover the cost of mining because that's where the money is going. Without that, it's going to become financially insolvent. The cryptocurrency market, it oft had a $2 trillion market cap calculated by multiplying existing coins by the latest spot price. And it's a meaningless figure because according to this, nowhere near that much has actually been invested into cryptocurrencies. Nowhere near 2 trillion has been invested into cryptocurrencies. Nowhere near that much will ever come out of that. So it's the money invested, gone forever, now carbon released in the atmosphere and it's bitcoin crypto and it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out in the future but it, it just blew my mind how much of this we've seen and and, and it was actually this wrestling podcast i listened to shout out to uh, the puro cast which uh, you know covers new japan pro wrestling my favorite shit some of my favorite shit but they were kind of um one of the guys on there joel was kind of talking about this stuff and so i had to do some digging and research of my own and this article that i found is it really gives you a great look into it and uh I highly suggest reading it. I probably did a piss poor job of explaining some of it. Um, I should have read it several more times before trying to talk about it, perhaps. <laughs> and some, you know, I'd, I'd like to get guests on here at some point. It'd be nice to get someone on here that could really talk about this because it's really interesting stuff. And again, when you really look deeply into it, it doesn't seem like the most feasible thing to be investing in. I'll say that much. And, you know, not great that it's just adding to the goddamn climate emergency. Like, it's just, yeah, go crypto. Just keep pounding out that carbon into the atmosphere. But then, you, you know, recently all the snow in Denver across the U.S., the winter weather, and some might go, eh, see what global warming I, you've heard that before, right? Look at the snow. What global warming? Fucking idiot. Actually, I mean, not only climate, weather, bit of a different set, but actually climate change would produce more precipitation in all formats. Formats. Forms. I read the thing. <laughs> I mean, more rain, more snow. And it, all of that produced more flooding, loss of habitats. None of that shit's good. Now, either way you slice it, the climate shit, not good. Not good, madcaps. And it, it seems like we're kind of past that threshold, right? Where, like, maybe we can try and slow it down. And, you know, maybe we can reverse it. But there's going to be a whole lot of damage. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, if it gets better. Which is why we need to get the space travel shit down, you know? Good old Elon Musk. Him and them boys, they're working on it. You know, you got some rich people flying into space. And it does. It seems like it. I've heard this theory where... <laughs> All these rich people are getting into space because they, they just want to 
they eventually want to go settle on Mars and leave all us poor people behind on Earth. <laughs> Did I maybe hear that on the Libertard show? Maybe that's where I heard it. Right. It makes sense that the, you know, the elites, quote unquote, ruling the world, that they would want to gallop off into space while the planet burns around all us normies, all us poor simpletons. <laughs> Speaking of Musk, how about those brain transplants that is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't get left behind. Don't get left behind. According to Elon Musk, don't get left behind. Now, this is all, you know, while he's dealing with laws, lawsuits, I think one of his plans, like the Tesla plans, I think it's in California, and deal, dealing with a uh, racism lawsuit because slurs were hurled on the factory floor, something along those lines. Look it up. Just look it up. And then when, the, when it comes to these implants that they're working on, it, animal testing and apparently there's been some animal abuse so musk dealing with some lawsuits there buddy but he's talking about these transplants these brain transplants and in transplants why am i calling them transplants implants implants what is <laughs> see this this may be one of the flaws in my thinking of doing the debris double tap is that by the time we get into the second episode, my brain and is probably blah, 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 and my mouth is beginning to be at all rubbery. So I'm gonna be, you know, messing up my talking and stuff like that. Could be a side effect of the, the double tap, the double episode. But yeah, brain implants, not transplant. That would be switching brains. Implants, but but his idea behind this with the implants again don't get left behind because you know we want to try and keep up with the artificial intelligence so one way to do that is to achieve symbiosis with the artificial intelligence bless you hermione poor cat was sneezing too yes that's right symbiosis with artificial intelligence I'm sorry, but doesn't that sound like the beginning to an iRobot type of, of movie? Isn't that what that feels like? <laughs> I, to become one with the computer, that just, that just, that all seems bad to me. Does that not seem bad to anybody? <laughs> that seems bad. I'm serious, it seems bad. Symbiosis with artificial intelligence. Just think about that. Think about that. That's that's what Musk thinks. I, I hope he's the first one to do it, or maybe not, because then maybe he'll be like super smart trying to take over the world with his robot friends. Oh, this could go all sorts of ways. Elon Musk. This is a dangerous motherfucker. I got my eye on him. Trust that dude right now. Anyway, enough nonsense. I think it's important to mention. Um, I didn't bring it up in the first episode, the first pod. And because uh, originally it was the, the, what I recorded two weeks ago at the beginning of February. And that's that it's February. And hey, y'all know what that means. It's Black History Month. And if you ask me, it's very important to celebrate that history. And did you know, did you know that it actually started out as Negro History Week? It then evolved into this month long thing that, you know, we now know as Black History Month. But it was held the second week of February. Uh, and part of the reason with the ties to February is because Abraham Lincoln, who we knew, who we know, uh, fought for freedom of slaves and frederick douglas they both have february birthdays frederick douglas i believe they say um no real record but i believe they just labeled the 14th <coughs> excuse me 
and I got to look it up to make sure. Now I got to look it up to make sure. When was February 20th. So what was the 14th one? Was Lincoln's? Lincoln's? Okay, when's Lincoln's birthday? Lincoln's birthday, February 12th. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about then. I read something about the 14th somewhere. Or maybe just is stuck in my head because it's Valentine's. Yeah. Happy Valentine's, by the way. Ridiculous fucking Hallmark card holiday, which enough people bitch about. But I'm going to still bitch about it anyway because it is quite ridiculous. But also, not a bad day to celebrate love. You know, it's there. You might as well celebrate the love. You should try and celebrate the love every day. Every day, my friends. But, I mean, you know, give it a little extra on Valentine's. So what it's there for, I suppose. I suppose. That's the good, the, you know, the good outlook on it. But February, so big for love and for Black history. And despite the fact that some want to downplay the mistreatment of Black folks in, in our history, that white People have this thing about, you know, the guilt and this and that and feel guilty about our history, blah, blah, blah. A lot of those people cowards, man. It's, the, it's just like if you're trying to improve something, a business, yourself, right? What do you do? You look at the defects, right? You look at the areas that need improvement. It's what alcoholics and addicts do. It's what I had to do when sobering up. You look at the worst and you work on that. Build yourself back up. Build your business back up. You, you, whatever it is. The bad is a reminder to do better, to be better, right? And that's why this month in Black History is so important for this country. To remind us we're better than that. Even though it does seem like a good chunk of the nation sure did fucking forget it. it it's a damn shame we haven't come along further since the celebration began, you know. But we celebrate, we celebrate nonetheless. Very important. Now I'll get into some more black history uh, uh, tribute later on in the episode. But for now, we take a break and we come back with segment two. Where we're going to talk a little lock her up that was trending out. Oh, that's fun stuff. Okay, we'll be right back. Previously mentioned, Lock Her Up was trending on Twitter recently. Because apparently, uh, her camp was doing a little spying in the Trump's camp, is what it sounds like. Which Trump basically called punishable by death, which is so funny. Look, as I mentioned previously, as previously mentioned, <laughs> I'm no fan of Hillary. If I thought she was worth a shit, I would have voted for her in 2016. I didn't vote for anybody. It was the first time and only time because fuck both of them. And if, if she deserves time, if she did any sort of crime that she deserves time, that she should do the time. Didn't mean to make all that rhyme. Again, no allegiances to Clinton at all, but Trump. You supporters going to ignore his shit? Y'all are all coming out for lock her up. And you're ignoring him. Like, it's, it's just baffling to me. But of course, they don't believe he's done any wrong, Mr. Trump. But it, it just, 
Another one of those mind-boggling things. Another one of those mind-boggling things. But is it, that's kind of the Trumper way. It's the Republican way nowadays. Not all of them, because there's still decent Republicans and conservatives out there. But, you know, <clears throat> the Trumpism movement has, uh, you know, taken over a large faction of it, of that party. I mean, look at the Canadian truckers and the hypocrisy in how these people work. Trumpers, boy, they're supporting the shit out of these Canadian truckers protesting, you know, COVID mandates. But that's despite the, 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 the causing of major issues and oh, they're desecrating property. It, I've read a few times, they're just pissing everywhere. And uh, so you got these truckers causing this ruckus. Trumpers love it. Um, even though, I mean, I could have swore at one point in time, at least during the Black Lives Matter protest, these particular people, they were very concerned about property, weren't they? Very concerned about these large gatherings. But they're totally on board with these Canadian truckers. Like, it just blows my mind. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. They need a cologne for that shit, for all these assholes. So they would smell it a mile away. Hypocrisy. <laughs> and of course, when too long ago, Trump vowed to pardon the January 6th insurrectionists, which, you know, some prominent Republicans uh, railed against, which was good to see. But he said anyone treated unfairly will get pardons. And it, it's funny that people, that his supporters, again, idiots that they are. They, they, I mean, Trump did say he loves uneducated people. I love the uneducated. <laughs> of course he does. Easy to manipulate, I imagine. But he's talking about this pardon thing. And it's like his supporters, you know, they're applauding this, but they forget like he could have pardoned them at the end of his presidency, but he didn't. And now all of a sudden, it like, I don't know how all of the supporters can just view him as wishy-washy. They got it like, I don't know. He's had, a, he's had an interesting couple of weeks himself, Mr. Trump. There's the stuff that came out about that uh, executive order about seizing the voting machines. They say those who accuse others of something are usually guilty of it. It's doing a lot of accusations of fraud election. I maintain there's a good chance that Trump did cheat and still lost. And that's why he's so pissed. He's like, hey, they had to have cheated and they had to have done better than me because I cheated and I still lost. So this is impossible. They must have cheated way better than me if I cheated and lost. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, he's steady trying to maintain his grip on his true supporters, even though, you know, he's losing, losing them here and there. Some of the Republican cronies, you know. But a lot of damage has been done because the Trumpism movement has started. And you can look at, like, the voting rights issues. I mean, because there's a lot of, and, and that's born of this whole big lie, you know, the big lie. And it's because of the big lie, you know, you had a lot of these red states, Republican leaders, put laws into motion that, uh, you know, will make it more difficult for particular people to vote. 
And here's the statistic from um, the Brennan Center for Justice, okay? Between January 1st and December 7th, December 7th of 2021, at least 19 states passed 34 laws restricting access to voting. More than 440 bills with provisions that restrict voting access have been introduced in 49 states in the 2021 legislative sessions. These numbers are extraordinary. State legislatures enacted far more restrictive voting laws in 2021 than any year since the Brennan Center began tracking voting legislation in 2011. More than a third, a third of all restrictive voting laws enacted since 2011 were passed this year. And in a new trend this year, legislators introduced bills to allow partisan actors to interfere with election processes or even reject election results entirely. They want to be able to so basically make it easier for states to just say, yeah, we don't like what the people said. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and uh, do our own thing. We, we don't like how the vote turned out here in our state. <clears throat> it's fucking ridiculous. And again, a lot of that born of the big lie, thanks to Trump. But I bring a lot of this up because what Trump and, and this group of far right, it, it le far left isn't helpful either, but it's undermining democracy. And in Russia, we can thank in part for that. <laughs> Russia, we're going to get plenty into Russia because the, especially now with tensions so high between us and them. As I mentioned, maybe on the previous pod or was it earlier in this pod? I don't remember now. It's all running again. But Trump famously has ties to a, a Hitler book. Not necessarily Mein Kampf, I think it's Mein Kampf. It's another one, I think. And whether that's true or not, there's the, when there's smoke, there's fire. And as I said, there's plenty of things where you can look at it. it there's a resemblance that makes you, makes you go, it feels like Trump studied Hitler. And we do know I mean, whatever is true about him and the, the Hitler stuff, we do know for a fact he made quick friends with Putin, right? Go so far as to, you know, never really stand up to him, even when it came to uh, some American military being killed, right? Nothing was, you know, seemed very reluctant to anger him or interfere with Russia. And it's funny how much he would you know, trash other people for being puppets and all that, but it is the ego of Trump. But I mean, this, this is his buddy, right? And yeah, Russian election interference. And we'll talk more about that. I mean, Russia's been in the news a lot lately. And I think with that said, it's, it's important to understand what they've done to our country. There's reasons we should be wary of Russia and them becoming too powerful. And to begin, election interference, it's really, this might shock people, but it's really not all that uncommon across many countries. Um, even, in, even here in the US. But with Russia, it's the, in the 2016 election, basically they were using agents to corrupt Clinton's campaign and boost Trump's 
um, and they really worked on creating division, sowing that division in our country. And that's more of a long-term goal for them, for Russia. Putin wants us divided as possible as we could possibly be. We're close. <laughs> and these these agents, these Russian agents, they've um, you know, they get a lot of accounts online. You, you can tell. Some people pointed out on like, oh, must be a bot, you know, okay, bot. But these agents, they push agendas during, well, the Colin Kaepernick situation, Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Capitol riot. I mean, Putin himself was interviewed and was basically condemning Black Lives Matter and saying um, that the Capitol rioters were just citizens trying to make a political statement. And it's just like, so he, even he's adding into the division, right? himself with his own words right there and they did the same shit in the 2020 election they've been behind covid misinformation and it just reminds me the covid information misinformation a good example of just misinformation in general is uh is how the world reacted to the time when Earth was passing through the tail of Halley's Comet. There's a lot of panic because people were afraid poisonous gases were in the tail and because scientists had found that there was some. <clears throat> and you had people out there trying to scam motherfuckers some anti-comet pills <laughs> uh, I, and <clears throat> there's similarities right the misinformation the creating of things i mean some dude was talking about i can't even remember who it was i should look it up but it's the whole drinking pee thing drinking pee to cure covid like okay it's, it's just it amazes me what people will believe but that's what happens in a country where uh you know college education isn't free and you know there's a lot of people who maybe if it was free they'd go ahead and get a college education but it's not free they don't want to go into debt and they don't got the money to spend so they're going to go ahead and just go right into the workforce and they're going to be uneducated and uh, not as intelligent as some other folks. And, uh, you know, they're going to be missing out on some stuff they need to know when it comes to, they're going to be easily manipulated, you know? It's not to sound elitist or say, yeah, you suck if you don't get a college education because that's not true. There's plenty of, now you can look at, you know, some entertainers out there who never had a college education. Plenty are smart, but there's a difference between intelligent and educated and being educated can help improve everything else just can just can but it's a good i mean it's it, it's a good pool of people to manipulate and pass some misinformation through is the uneducated but really it's at the point with covid that even you even people who are vaxxed and again i'm a little biased because you know of my situation and members in my family being high risk you know we take shit serious and we're careful but it is at the point where a lot of vaxxed people are even like hey we're over this shit we're with the science right but hey the the fucking assholes who don't want to take the vaccine aren't going to take the vaccine so let's just yeah fuck them we've got to get back to life so there's a lot of frustration, I think, all around. You got plenty of states, states all over the place, dropping mask mandates, they, they, all that stuff, Democratic ones included. And again, a lot of people think I'm probably some big Democrat, some liberal, and, and again, 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 as previously mentioned, <laughs> I do agree with more of their you know, ideals. But I go right back to 
The two-party system sucks. It sucks, it sucks. It sucks, it sucks. <laughs> but again, I, I will generally side with the left. Because it's hard to side with the group who, you know, in one state, passing a law to allow 18-year-olds to bring guns to high school. And that would be in Wisconsin, which I, I just think is, yeah, great job. That that won't fucking lead to any, any bad situations at all, Wisconsin. Great job there. Fuck off. <laughs> Here's the bottom line with Russia. They want us destroyed. They really do. And they're they're closer than they've been in a while, if ever. So, fucking Russia. We got more about Russia coming up after a quick break. <sighs> I know, Russia, 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 Russia. for some marijuana right there some blue dream yes indeed mans and womans so we got russia stirring up shit getting in our business they've been doing it a while but now shit's getting real serious because putin was a fan of trump he don't like mr biden so much and then you had uh, the winter olympics begin and uh, Putin biting up to Z. So now you got China and Russia like, we're going to stick together. We got each other's back. Does that not give you World War Three vibes? This shit shouldn't make anyone, anyone feel good. Fucking Olympics going on. This stupid... I shouldn't call it stupid because it's been going on. There's tradition to it. And the athletes in particular spend years of their life to be in the Olympics. But it's, <clears throat> it's also become a, it's, what it's become is a huge money grab. And, you know, we're, we're having this go on. While there is a genocide the Uyghur people happening right now while we celebrate this global athletic event. For Trumpers, you know, all about democracy and freedom, how can you be okay with this? Not what those dudes are about. Putin, Z. I mean, Trump's buddies with Putin. I just, blah. Wow. Should be truly concerned for democracy everywhere. It's a uh, it's it's <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the Russia-Ukraine situation. But it's looking increasingly likely that uh, Putin's going to invade. And I mean, <clears throat> again, this goes back to, you know, they're trying to redraw the boundaries, you know, the, the post-Cold War boundaries. And again, that it's fucking oddly familiar to, we go back to Hitler, oddly similar to Hitler. Hey, we, we, we just want the Sudetenland back. We just want st some stuff back we used to have. That's all. That's all we want, some stuff back we used to have. 
it just feels like we got the, these are the two new baddies on the block and now they've tag teamed. And it's scary. And, you know, Biden, who, you know, they promised swift justice, you know, if, or I don't know if that's, that's not the right term. <laughs> but apparently Biden's ready to rip into them if, if they invade Ukraine. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll have to follow this. And because, you know, like I've talked about, it's, What Putin does is not all that dissimilar from, you know, the baddies, the fascist dictators, the baddies that we've known from World War II era, right? Alexei Nalvani, the ring a bell. And then you got Z, China guy. And this motherfucker is leading a country that's committing genocide. <clears throat> These are some bad motherfuckers. And we got to try and stick together. We got to try and stick together. But again, that's one of the reasons to try and further divide us if you're Russia. And obviously, they've successfully aided in that division. Proven true. But all we can do now is wait and see if Russia invades, what the U.S. response is, and where it goes from there. Where it goes from there. Holy shit. World War Three vibes like a motherfucker. But enough seriousness. I know, I know. Had a lot of that. You know, we, we gotta talk about the serious shit. I try and make it as fun as possible. <laughs> that sounds weird, but we, we do gotta say, we do gotta talk about the serious shit. There's a lot of serious, crazy shit going on in the world right now. But let's have a little fun, right? My son, you know, obviously they've been, as I mentioned previously, as previously mentioned, um, my son, very into Star Wars, the both of them. And uh, he's also really gotten into paranormal stuff, right? And, uh, you know, the wife and I love this, the ghost shit, um, UFO stuff, all of that. I mean, <clears throat> my wife and I actually, we used to watch ghost adventures all the fucking time and uh just a big we're big fans of the show and uh even though zach the you know the leader is a little bit doofy he's kind of a kind of a dick <laughs> and uh we always laugh because my wife came up with the theory one time that things zach is a cokehead the rest of the guys are potheads so that's kind of the the, the relationship they have like he's the weird coked out dude while everyone else is laid back and stoned <laughs> and, and, and in some episodes you really do get that vibe like yeah they're all just hot zach's fucking coked up ready to go <laughs> but he is kind of a douche zach is but it's a good show it's a good show you know there's some, some episodes with some really good evidence but a paranormal caught on camera is one that's been playing a lot in the house lately, thanks to the seven-year-old. And, um, it, you know, there's uh, a good amount of Bigfoot in, in that show. Um, and I never much cared for Bigfoot, but I got to admit, I've gotten a little into it. And, uh, the, you know, I got this one UFO podcast I listened to, which I think is just called Podcast UFO. Is it? but uh it's a good show and you know there's quite a few people who tend to believe that there is some sort of relationship between bigfoot and and 
alien, like that, that there's, you know, UFOs, what we see in the skies and the paranormal, that there's all sort of a connection. And when you look at something like Skinwalker Ranch, where there's, there are UFO sightings, but also portal sightings and, and, and creature sightings and di different things. I mean, you know, yeah, you got to believe that, that there could be a little bit of a tie in a connection to all of this. So that it, it, it has gotten me more interested in Bigfoot. And I have seen some clips that were, were pretty good looking. Um, but then there was an episode that showed me something I had never heard of before. And I found it quite intriguing. And that would be the Nightcrawlers. Now there's you can find all these videos, but there's the Montana Nightcrawlers, the Fresno Nightcrawlers, and there's a video of some in uh, Yosemite National Park. But it's crazy. They're basically, they're like pale white, and they're like two legs and a head, basically. <laughs> like if you walk your finger, like use your, your, your index finger and your middle finger to walk, like you're walking. That's what they look like with a head on top. And it's the craziest thing. Um, but you really gotta, you, you gotta check these. <laughs> it's, it, it blew my mind. I was just, I know, a lot of mind blowing and mind bending on these, on the debris double tap. A lot of mind melting, mind bending things happening. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, Nightcrawlers is another interesting, interesting aspect of all of this. And I'm convinced that, that a big part of all of this has to be dimensional, multi-dimensions, you know? I mean, the idea of portals, it's so fucking interesting. There's that, I mean, I mean I had heard, um, again, on my UFO pod that there, there's actually a lab somewhere i want to say in nevada that's doing research on portals and you know don't quote me on that because i'm not entirely sure and i don't have a source for it so i know i'm going very opposite of what i know <laughs> but it's it's <clears throat> it's so interesting i mean again skinwalker ranch you have some scientists that did research on Skinwalker Ranch that were there at Skinwalker that actually come out and say, hey, we saw a fucking portal and a creature coming out of a portal. These scientists. So, I mean, yeah, it's portals. Uh, I find that highly, highly intriguing, the idea of them. I would love to learn so much more about them. And, the, and there is a theory that, you know, certain creatures, uh, paranormal stuff, particularly ghosts, maybe, but particularly Bigfoot, that Bigfoot may travel this way because there's a lot of people that they'll be following the tracks of the Bigfoot and they just stop. They're gone. Hopping in a portal would certainly explain that. But, but when you get down to it, Madcaps, I think it's just, it's not believable at all that this is all there is, that, that, that there's not more to reality. And I can only hope, you know, in my lifetime, in our, in our lifetime, we get answers. We get answers. I suppose that's the wish of many, <laughs> I do imagine. I mean, what if, what if you woke up tomorrow and the sky was just all Independence Day looking, you know, big old craft, just chilling right there. What the fuck would you do? What would you do? I think I would speed my ass to the dispensary, make sure I get some, some marijuana. Got to have some, got to have the marijuana. I mean, you got to have enough ganja. You got to have some, have as much as possible, really. Because you got to figure if alien invasion, it, it could be a minute before you get more. 
you might want to immediately start growing some some way. So I definitely stock up on ganja because yeah, it might be hard to come by at some point in time. And assuming the aliens are friendly, you're gonna want to smoke them up. You know, maybe they got some fucking bomb ass, fire ass alien weed. They match a bowl or a joint or a blunt. You can get space high, 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 high. Alien, alien high. Weed, alien weed, space weed. That would be great. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I would probably do first. But I assume they're friendly. I really do. <clears throat> I hope. There's probably both. You know, I have the theory that <clears throat> the whole idea of the anal probe is not because, you know, the aliens really like to, you know, I mean, I do imagine aliens do abduct people to study them, but I don't imagine they're really necessarily trying to look up our ass. I think that was just a couple of asshole teenager aliens <laughs> who just started going around Earth probing people and now they get a bad rap. You go to get abducted, you're on the ship, you open your eyes, and you're like, oh, please just don't probe me. And they're just all pissed off. Like, you gotta, those motherfuckers, Daryl and Kevin, uh, they wouldn't have just been fucking probing people for the past 500 years. They wouldn't have this idea that we, we enjoy doing that. Because I could see it going something like that, you know? Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> but, it, yeah, yeah. So, paranormal caught on camera. Become a fan. <laughs> no, they're not a sponsor, but they should be. Paranormal caught on camera, or Science Channel, or Discovery Channel, if you would like to sponsor me. <sighs> okay, before we go, a little bit more of a tribute to Black History Month. And I'm going to try and get a little bit of stuff in the last pod or two. Would it be two, one, two, last pod of the month? But I wanted to mention, you know, some lesser known important figures in, in Black history. And I begin with Bayard Rustin. Now this dude, He's a big part of the March on Washington in 1963. In fact, he did a lot of the organizing for it. And uh, the reason he kind of wasn't the main face for that march, which ultimately fell to uh, Martin Luther King. But the reason is because he was gay and he did have some ties to communism. So they just didn't feel they could put him front and center. <clears throat> Then there's Bessie Coleman. Now, she was the first Black licensed pilot. She paved the way for the Tuskegee, Tuskegee, I, I have such a terrible time with this fucking word, Tuskegee, airmen and uh, other Black pilots. She really paved the way. And then there's another first, Dr. Rebecca Crumpler. And she was the first Black woman doctor in the United States. Then there's Robert Sunstack Abbott, founder of the Chicago Defender, which is a weekly newspaper, led to a lot of big things there. And it, these are just, there's a lot of these names you can find if you go and look into Black history where, you know, you might not know him as well as a Rosa Parks or a Martin Luther King, but, you know, so many people played a role in trying to get us where we're at today. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, we haven't come far enough and it's true. It's true. We have not come far enough. But we have come a little ways in all of this. Um, it's a little bit more fair than it used to be. While there is still systemic racism and, racism and, you know, I'm not blind. It's clearly still an issue. And really, Trump and the rise of Trumpism gave you know, power to those who feel that way, who, who you know, the K 
Confederate flag people, and you know. So it's it's a crazy time, but yet still, it, it's not quite as bad as it was before. So you know, it's good to embrace this history, learn about it, particularly as I said, at a time when. There are people intentionally trying to ignore it. There are people who will refuse to allow their children to get taught it in schools. I mean, you know, stupid shit like that. It's a big part of the history of the US. And again, it's important to look at the bad parts of our country. The bad history, all of that, so we can remember to do better. <sighs> That's what I got for you, Madcaps. That's what I got for you. It's a whole lot of talking. The double tap, the debris double tap. So let's end this tea party. That's right. I think it's time. I think it's time. I didn't eat in my break. I went ahead and said, I'm going to go ahead and just start the oven. And then I'm going to have a pizza. I normally don't like to have pizza shortly before laying down and going to bed, but uh, it's happening tonight. So I just have to take some medicine when my tummy doesn't get too fucked. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know what you're thinking, right? Brian, chatter, just don't eat the pizza. Eat something else. But here's the thing. I'm going to eat the pizza. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to eat the pizza. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's right. Thank you, Madcaps. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. I appreciate every single one of you, all five of you. Yes, I did. And don't forget to check out my socials at RMK Madness. Thanks for enjoying. The debris double tap. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. But I'm going to eat some pizza and then hit the hay. So remember, until next time, stay safe, vigilant, and mad. And remember, we're all fucking human beings. Chatter's out. Peace out.